everyone and welcome to the Live With Rachel podcast. I'm Rachel and today we're going to be looking at four factors to consider when we're making decisions. Before I get into this episode, I just wanted to say that this is a Christian podcast, so majority of what I'm about to say will be faith-based, but I really do hope that even if you're not a Christian listening, that you can still glean as much wisdom as possible and are open to what we're about to talk about today. Also, a lot of what I'm going to be talking about today comes from the book How to Know God's Will by Wayne Grudem. So if you really want to get more information and get into the nitty gritty of this topic, I highly recommend his works because they're really practical and really insightful and great. Anyway, let's get into it. So if you are a Christian, naturally, we want to live in a way that pleases God. Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 15, that if you love me, you will keep my commands. And he's not saying that in a obligation, legalistic kind of a way. But what he means is because when you love someone, you want to honor their name. And that's the case here. But sometimes it is hard or unclear to keep God's commandments when they may not be a specific answer for your specific situation in the Bible, and that can end up being an issue for us. Some decisions do need to be made quickly, which if you're anything like me, I'm the worst at making decisions on the spot or saying the right thing on the spot in you know a critical time. But we can look to one example, and that's Joseph in Genesis chapter 39. His master, Potiphar, wasn't at home, and his wife grabbed his clothes and asked him to sleep with her. And he literally didn't say anything. He just ran out the door and fled. He only had a couple of seconds to figure out what to do. And he is a man of God and not a cheater. So he made the wise decision and ran away. Other decisions do take time to figure out. And that's what we're going to focus on today. And I'm going to break it down into four factors to consider when making those difficult decisions. And it could be something like choosing where to live, who to marry, what to study, what career to go for, what kind of friends to hang out with, and so on. You can just fill in the blank. So the four factors that we need to consider when making a good and moral decision are these four things. Number one, the action itself. Number two, the person's attitudes about the action. So how do they feel about it? Number three, the person's motive for doing the action. So what is the person's reason for doing this? And four, the results of the action. While the action itself, as soon as it's done, is usually visible to you and to other people, your attitude and motives are mostly hidden and the results of the action will probably be hidden also because maybe it hasn't happened yet. Of course, if the result has happened, then you would obviously know. So let's look at these four factors in more detail. So first, the action itself. The first question to ask is, Is this a morally good thing to do? And to figure that out, we need to know what the Bible says regarding the action. Some things are clearly not okay, according to the Bible, like do not murder, do not have sex with a married person who isn't your spouse, do not steal, do not lie, do not cheat, and so on. But there are many things also in the Bible that are neither specifically commanded or prohibited in the Bible, like whether or not to accept that job or what car is best to buy, what church to join, who to marry, and stuff like that. So the second is the person's attitude about the action. The Bible says that God looks at the person's heart, yes, but that's not always enough for us to simply do the morally right action. God also wants the action of our hearts to be right with him. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 2 says, People may be right in their own eyes, but the Lord examines their heart. In some cases, an action can be right and the results can be morally good, but a person's attitudes might be wrong. 
For example, you might do the right thing and it results in something great. But if you're angry or upset the whole time that you're doing that thing, then it's probably a sign that your attitude is way out of whack and you probably shouldn't be doing it. The third is the person's motives for doing the action. Jesus taught that we need to beware of doing things with the wrong motives. So for example, you don't want to do something just because people will applaud you for it and, you know, make you feel super proud about it, give you a pat on the back. And you also don't want to do something because you're feeling pressured by others to do it also. Instead, you should want to do something because you want to honor God in the way that you conduct your life. The fourth reason is the results of the action. We're really encouraged in the Bible to think through what might be the results of our actions, which is so controversial and counterculture today because a lot of that talk of just do whatever makes you happy, just who cares, just go for it, just go on whatever you feel in the moment because it feels good. That kind of thinking really stops us from making wise decisions to think what will be the consequences of my actions. So that's what you should do before you make the decision to do something. You should think about what is the possible result from this. For example, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, Paul wanted the Christians in the church of Corinth at the time to evaluate what was happening in their worship services to see if what they were actually doing was encouraging and building one another up in the faith. So those are the four factors. We breeze through them really quickly because it's mainly quite straightforward, if I'm being honest. Even though it is pretty simple, it might involve a lot of complex mixture of attitudes. And that's because our hearts are complex. And as people, we're capable of feeling many things at the same time, which is also why it's difficult to know our own hearts sometimes and understand why do we even want to do a thing which also makes figuring out the result that much harder. So I'm just going to leave it for today's episode right there, because in the next episode, I want to go into more detail about nine sources of information and guidance that can help us when making the right decision. So I hope you'll tune in for that episode. And I hope this episode has been useful to you. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you next time. Bye, everyone.